Howdy, howdy. This is episode four of The Hot Tag with your host, Ezin Jules, on Sin. How are you going, Julian? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Thank you, Erin. And yourself? I'm pretty good today. I'm pretty good. So awesome. what have we got in store today? Well, today we are going to talk about the WWE draft that is going to be occurring later this week. Yes. So SmackDown is going live for the first time ever. And as a result of that, we're going to have a brand extension slash draft. So this is an exciting time because things are really up in the air and we're not really sure what's going to happen, but we'll be informing you later on of our draft picks and things we'd like to see on the first live episode of SmackDown. In WWE news, we had the first episode of the CWC, the Cruiserweight Classic. Erin, what was your opinion on this uh, event for the first time? This week, you can last see, week. You can see me smiling. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm grinning from ear to ear right now. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I think this will be a good time for Cruiserweight wrestling. It'll be a sort of revitalization of Cruiserweights in the WWE. The first episode proved to be really promising of that. We had Grand Metalik and Alejandro Saiz in the first match, which was sick. Alejandro did lose, but I think he really proved himself and he definitely showed that he's got the potential to make it. In the he's WWE. got the potential of a good heel, I saw. Oh yeah, for sure. He was so good, really healing it up. Um, and some crazy spots as well that you don't get to see very often. There was like a casual shooting star press of the apron from Alejandro and they had a Gotta package. love the <laughs> Mara Ronaldo and uh, Daniel Bryan commentary for that. Yeah, they're nuts. And they had like a package pile driver mm. to finish the match, which you you don't see pile drivers very often unless it's like The Undertaker, someone that they can really trust, you know. And the last match of this episode was Kota Ibushi versus Sean Maluta. Sean Maluta, who is a part of the Samoan dynasty of the WWE. I think he's um, Arthur's nephew, I think. I think that's what they said. Yeah. His nephew, yeah. Yeah, Arthur, one of the um, the Wild Samoans tag mm. team, famous back in the WWF. Um, good match. Yeah, very good. Like, And, of course, everyone was expecting Kota to obliterate him, but it was... Well contested, yeah, definitely. I think, and um, there was a few stuff ups by Sean, but um, we'll just we'll just glance <laughs> we'll over glance them over that. Um, and look into what happened. Good, that was an amazing match, you know. Yeah, it was. It was. You know, you had Kota Ibushi's like dangerous kicks and all the flips and stuff that he does. Very good start to the CWC. Big news on Raw as well happened this week. We had Dean Ambrose. Did he actually challenge Seth to the match, or did there, Seth I... sort of? No, I don't, I'm not sure how it went. It happened. I can't remember exactly how well, it went down. Whatever happened. But I think <laughs> like they're projecting Dean as this fighting champion at the minute, which yeah. is awesome. He's like, come get me. Come get my title. I'll defend it. And yeah, it's, it's very honourable. Yeah, almost like Finn Balor does. Yeah. Like he, you know, any challenge, he'll accept it and defend the title. So Dean Ambrose, the man. Well, not really the man. What do they call him? The, the dude. The, the dude. Oh, Seth's the man. It's such a bad title. It's um, bad. We need the real lunatic back. <laughs> anyway, they will be fighting for the WWE title. That's right. It's called the WWE title now. Yes. The official title of that belt. Uh, next week on Raw. This is huge. Yeah, this really throws a spanner in the works. I think this is similar, not exactly on the grandest scale as Roadblock was when Dean fought Triple H for the title, but it's a similar sort of um, take that they've taken on it. So whether Dean or Seth walks away from Raw next week with the title, that will obviously play hugely into the Triple Threat match at Battleground. And thirdly, in WWE, Darren Young is great again. (laughs) Bob Backlund did it. (laughs) He made Darren Young great again. So, um, 
while all the build-up and all the promos for that were just overdone, a little out, yeah, a little bit exhausting. <laughs> a little bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. You know what? It might have worked. It might have stuck in people's head that Darren Young can be great. What was it? It was a battle royale that happened. Yep. So there was a, I think it was 20-man battle royale for the Intercontinental Championship number one contenders spot. Darren Young ended up winning, although he didn't actually throw anyone over the rope. He kind of just <laughs> had his head tucked away yeah. and then looked up as two guys were yeah. thrown out. And he's like, oh, my God, I won. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's a nice little character yeah. that they're building, though, because he's really humble and he's but he can still hold his ground, as we said in that Miz TV segment on SmackDown. He really, yeah. he really stuck it to the Miz. In NXT news, we have the unveiling of a new pre-order bonus with the new WWE 2K17 game, an NXT edition. Aaron, I'm stoked. <laughs> I need to spend my monies. I know. I, I don't actually like get every game, but I might get this one after getting <laughs> 2K16 because it just looks really good. Um it's awesome when you get to play as your favourite characters. And I know with the 2K16 edition, a lot of people were really upset because there wasn't, like, a big choice of NXT characters. Um, so this this is promising, although I think there's only three additional characters. Three additional NXT characters, that's right. We have Nia Jax, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Apollo Crews as playable characters in this game from NXT. And Plus... It comes with a sick statue I was of just Finn Balor. About, I was just about to say, if you needed that extra incentive, there's a statue of Finn Balor. Like a pretty decent sized one, I've been informed of. Like him, the whole demon get up. Oh my god! Oh froth! I'm gonna be bro- I'm gonna be broke, Aaron. <laughs> so that's uh, pretty big NXT news for all the gamers out there who are listening. We also had a segment to open up NXT this week with Samoa Joe coming out, and it's, it's good to see Samoa Joe. And I really like on NXT, how they work with their champions. They don't bring them out every episode. Then it keeps that um, that shine on the champion when they come out. So Samoa Joe came out looking really strong as the champion. And then Rhino came out and confronted him. <laughs> this was, um, I don't know. It seems like two powerhouses going at it for the title. Oh, I, lo- I love it when they do that. I think it's really? a really nice shake-up. If you're a bit more traditionalist, a... then you like the baby face. <laughs> I love a baby underdog. face and a heel. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fair um, enough. But I think I, I like seeing a little bit of change every now and then. Yeah, no doubt it'll be an awesome match. But um, Rhino. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, I don't know. Rhino as a... No, not a fan. No. Not a fan. No. Um, also, this was... It's been a month since we've seen Samoa Joe. Mm. So, um, since he won back at uh, TakeOver. Yep. Uh, TakeOver The End. Yeah, it was a bit odd to pull him out now. They really wanted to just fill something think, in for I this uh, just re- episode. Yeah, of course, they needed some fillers because, they, of course, we had this awesome match coming up that we're about to talk about. But also they've got, I think, a little bit of concern with the draft about um, their pool of talent that they've got going on in NXT. They're obviously going to need to um, bring in the big guns, I think. So speaking of that match, we had Shinsuke Nakamura versus Finn Balor in what I would say would be Finn Balor's last televised NXT match. Yep, I definitely agree. <laughs> we, we think. We th- <laughs> it's huge. Yeah, it was billed as a big dream match, and yeah. I think rightfully so. These two, two best buddies. Yeah, two best buds from, from Japan. From Japan. <laughs> Lots of really good groundwork and good mat wrestling. Yeah. They, they definitely brought that Japanese style of uh, fighting they strong learned. Strong style, yeah. The strong style. Um, yeah, awesome match. Yeah, and lovely finish. Like, watching yeah. Finn 
and Shinsuke <laughs> hugging it out up there, like yeah, the crowd, the crowd got behind them all. Thank you, Finn. You know, yeah, it was nice, very nice, just like uh, Sami Zayn. Shinsuke. It seems yeah. uh, Shinsuke has a, a knack for sending people out of <laughs> NXT. <laughs> so, uh, look, it's good. It's good for Shinsuke because it's built that reputation. He's he's still undefeated. My question is in NXT. Is does Shinsuke even need to be in NXT? He's ready to move up. Oh, he roster. was ready to move up when he got there. <laughs> when he, yeah, after that match with uh, Sami Zayn, he's ready. But NXT will keep him for a bit longer, I reckon. Yeah. They maybe t- maybe to the next takeover. It'd be awesome to see him versus Samoa Joe. On TNA this week, we had Destination X. This, uh, was it a special event? Yeah, kind of like a, um, a televised special that they do. Yeah. So, um, so not really a pay-per-view, but... Um, it, yeah, it's not really a pay-per-view, but it, there was a big emphasis, of course, on the X Division. So they yes. had a uh, contendership match for the X Division title. But Which was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. Loved the X Division. But they also had a big lead-up for that title versus title match. So, of course, that match took place at the end of TNA. It was Bobby Lashley... Lashley. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> Versing... Eddie Edwards. Eddie Edwards. X-Division champion. Yes. And the arrangement was, whoever wins takes both titles home with them. That match was interfered with by Mike the Miracle Bennett. Who, who did state yeah. on a previous episode of TNA that he would interfere... And said match and, and ruined, ruined Destination X. <laughs> so he's a bit of a pest, Mike. He's a bit of a <laughs> much pest. to the displease of uh, Dixie. He did it. I saw it coming. Oh, for sure. They Mike, weren't going to yeah, let. He's... They weren't going to let anyone walk away with two titles so soon. No, but that then puts into question why has Dixie reannounced the match to yeah, take place for in, next week in Six Sides of Steel for next week on TNA? Look, I'm I'm excited for Six Sides of Steel, but again, yeah, you know, interesting. And at the end of that match, we also saw a TNA debut from Moose. Moose, famous in uh, Ring of Honor. Um, yeah, a bit weird, but like <laughs> TNA, what do you expect? The crowd tried to get behind him. Uh, definitely, you could see like all the hardcore fans were you know, like chanting his name. It was a bit awkward watching him come out because there wasn't much crowd response. But um, from what you've told me, this guy could be good. TNA. Yeah, he does really well over in Ring of Honor. Like, I don't watch a lot of Ring of Honor, of course. It's just a bit difficult with time constrictions and stuff. But um, there's some awesome talent that always come out of Ring of Honor. I mean, like, Brian Danielson came out of there. Tyler Black, Seth Rollins came out of there. And there's heaps of guys killing it over there now. Um, my boys, the Young Bucks. <laughs> God bless. Still, still slaying. Yeah. So, Moose, it'll be exciting, I think, to see what kind of push he gets over in TNA. So then later on in TNA, Matt Hardy brought out Jeff to be officially um, cast out. Yes. As a Hardy. Yes. Until he, what was it? He made like an offer or something. Jeff will now be Matt's official slave. Yeah. His servant on TNA. Um, (laughs) You know what else I actually found out? That Nero is Jeff's middle name. Oh, for real? Yeah. So he's not just calling him Nero for no reason. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. It all Ladies makes and sense gentlemen, now. we have developments <laughs> in the Brother Nero storyline. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So that happened. Yep. So it was good times on TNA. Over on Lucha Underground, we had the second episode of Ultima Lucha Dose. We had an elimination match for the Gift of the Gods Championship, which Sexy Star won. Yay! Woo! The hype. 
the hype. The hype for Sexy Star. Yeah, she's this... amazing. Sexy Star is fantastic. Like, completely breaks down barriers for women's wrestling. She's in there with the lads, kicking it. And, and winning it. And winning it, yeah. And the, everyone loves her. The fans get behind Sexy so hard because she had a really nice um, storyline developed with uh, Mary Preza. Yeah, Mary yeah. Preza and Marty. Marty the Moth Marty. Martinez. They were well. tormenting. They were tormenting Sexy for quite some time, and yeah. Sexy was able to overcome the bullies and attain yeah. gold. It's definitely like the ultimate face story. Oh you know, yeah, rising up from the bullies. Yeah, but what makes it even better is the fact that it's a woman out there yeah. who, who is in contention for the heavyweight title yeah, exactly. now because she's got that gift of the gods so, title. It's going nuts. <laughs> it's hot as. We also have a death match between King Cueto and Mil Muertes. Uh, Mil Muertes. I don't get it. Like, <laughs> it's just too complicated <laughs> because obviously, like, we watch a whole load of wrestling. Yeah. Like, and we've actually... been through Undertaker storylines where people have died. You know. Um... Yeah, but to actually have to, you actually have to sit down and absorb this story for it to yeah. make sense. And I haven't had a chance to do that. So yeah, but then it's also part of that, like that theme. You know, the Mexican Aztec. It might be confusing to us because we're like into like the whole you know Western style of wrestling. I think I it's just, this it's, is pretty... it's cinematic. That's what yeah, it is. It's, it's so cinematic. And yeah, Lucha it inter- is... Yeah, and it interweaves out of these little stories, videos, um, prepackaged things. You just have to be really switched on when you're watching it, otherwise you're, you're going to fall behind. Yeah, you need to make sure you're like up to date with every episode to make sure you're part of what's, what's developing in the stories. Yeah, but I think that's what's great about it. It mm. all makes sense. If you watch WWE, obviously that's more targeted for a casual fan base. Yeah. So you could tune in once tune every in, month yeah, and you'd still understand and, what's yeah, going on. Easy. But who who died? King Cueto died. Yes. No, Mil Muertes died. Oh no, yes. I don't know. One of them died, <laughs> and the guy who died has now arisen and is seeking revenge. Yeah, there's a lot of that going against on. opposite said guy. So this was a death match to confirm, I guess, who who should die. <laughs> so how was the match, Aaron? <laughs> oh, sick, sick. I loved it. It was like lots of hardcore spots. Brutal. They absolutely brutalized each other. Brilliant stuff. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Look, I, I never like to bring hate to Lucha ever, and there's sort of no reason to because they always pull off great stuff, you know? Yeah. It's fantastic on Lucha. Yeah, agreed. So in New Japan Pro Wrestling, we've got G1 Climax 26 coming up tomorrow. 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 Tomorrow it all starts. Um, big tournament spans over the space of a month or two, I believe. We've also got the Super Junior Cup coming up. Super Junior Cup, very similar to Best of Super Juniors, I think. But, yeah, so you're going to see your standard guys like Will Ospreay, Kushida. Yeah, should be good. Should be good. Come on. Come and say day. I'll slip an extra shrimp on the barbie for you. Come and say In local news, we had this week's episode of OCW, in which there was some pretty good matches, some tag matches and... Uh, a heavyweight match, the championship, OCW championship, sorry, uh, with uh, Mad Dog defending his title once again. The man, he's the best, Aaron. He keeps pulling it off, so hats off to him for retaining the title on this week's episode. But next week, we do have a tag team championship match, which will be pretty awesome, so make sure you tune into that one. Oh, definitely will. And what were you saying? There was like a Man vs. Wild-inspired yeah, match. Odd- no, it wasn't a match. It wasn't a match. It was like a promo. Okay. One of the one of the wrestlers, I, I can't remember his name, sorry, but um, he was out in the wild and he was like monologuing, like surviving in the wild. <laughs> he forgot his toothbrush. Like he reaches into his like wrestling like one piece thing and pulls yeah. out all this stuff. He pulled out like a canvas and, an, and a board and he started like 
mud drawing art. Jeez. It was weird. So that happened. Get around OCW. <laughs> That's sick. No, but definitely next week will definitely be one to tune into. And coming up in OCW, there's also Hardcore Fallout on the 29th of July. So if you want to go and see that show, head to the OCW website and you can suss out tickets there. And with Melbourne City Wrestling, we have Australia's own Damien Slater competing in the Cruiserweight Classic against Tajiri this week. So stay tuned for that and we'll see how our Aussie boy goes over in the Cruiserweight Classic. So we're going to head over to our Spotlight segment now and we're talking all things WWE Draft. It'll be the first brand split or draft since 2011, so a lot of pros and cons with this, of course. The product is going to be, in my opinion, oversaturated. We're going to get five hours of live television programming a week and we're going to have two pay-per-views a month. That's a lot of pay-per-views. That's a lot of wrestling and I think it's a bit demanding of your fans. They're not going to be able to sit down and watch all that content. But I guess, like, you know, if you're on WWE Network right now, more for you to watch, I guess, more pay-per-views. Well, that's it. You'd be getting your money's worth. Yeah, exactly. It's much needed. It's definitely needed, especially if we're going to take SmackDown seriously as a a brand and a program. Yeah, I agree. Because... SmackDown is just a regurgitation of Raw every week, and it's 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 not fun to watch. Mm. You want something exciting, you want something different, and you want two brands that are going to appeal to two very different audiences, but you still want that cohesion as well. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of have a little theory that SmackDown's going to be a lot of the, the older guys that they're going to bring back in mm. to help give it that star power, and then Raw is going to be more about... Jobbers. <laughs> yeah, not jobbers. <laughs> Jesus, Jules. Savage. We need jobbers on both brands, okay? <laughs> I think Raw is going to be about um, young guns, bringing up okay. young yeah, guys. Yeah, definitely. Giving them somewhere to shine. No, I agree. It's It's been too long since SmackDown's been awesome, you know? I hope it's going to be good. I really, really want this to be good. And Shane, Shane O'Mac is in charge of it. Yes. Any If he's a Raw, I guess, management, quote-unquote management, I guess, you know, setting up the matches is to go by it, then SmackDown should be pretty awesome. Yeah, hopefully. So then we've got Stephanie, of course, as the general manager. Oh, not the general well, not manager, the general, sorry, like the commissioner the of commissioner. Raw. Yeah, the commissioner. Um, and we have to talk about what Vince said on Raw. Oh. How he appointed Shane as the commissioner for SmackDown, and everyone was super excited, but then he went on to announce Stephanie as the commissioner of the flagship, the powerhouse yeah. Raw. How can you expect... How can you possibly expect anyone to get behind SmackDown when you've just done that to yeah, it? Yeah, called out Raw as the dominant show. Ugh. Vince. Vinny. Vinny oh Mac. God. Anyway. Look, that was an awkward segment and it was unnecessary long. <laughs> oh, God. I thought we were done with authority <laughs> segments. New era. Jesus. Okay, moving on. The cons of a brand extension of a WWE draft. Aaron. What will be bad about the draft? <laughs> I don't know. Do you reckon, like we said, maybe the separating of talents, we've got too much good stuff going on in one show, and, like, as you said, the introduction of these new talents just on the other, and that's all it is? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think so. I think if we put too much emphasis on one product unintentionally or even intentionally, I can imagine someone backstage doing something to make the flagship better... Uh, yeah, I, I think that could be really detrimental and a lot of talent could end up getting buried. I mean, we see guys like Cesaro. I, th- I think the brand split will definitely benefit him because he hasn't had a chance to shine Yeah. in 
He's the been current in, product. Yeah, he's been in all these matches for IC titles yeah. and Money in the Bank. Yeah, but at the same time, this brand split could then undermine his mm. abilities because he could end up getting shipped onto a brand and he could end up with a label of... This guy. Yeah. I don't know. I feel I, like I don't want to yeah, see that. I feel like it could be end the up being Cesaro really restrictive. The must must live on. <laughs> I think it could end up being really <laughs> restrictive. So people get slotted into a brand and then there's no room for them to grow because they are this guy. They are mm. they're the the face of SmackDown. They're the IC title technician of SmackDown. They're the US title good guy. You know, yeah. like I feel like a lot of stereotypes are going to be enforced through the brand split. Yeah. Look, let's hope it doesn't go that way. But uh, this also raises the question of what will happen with titles in WWE now. Well, I think I think they're going to keep one tag titles. There's been rumours that they're yeah. going to have like a SmackDown and a Raw. But I think sensibly mm-hmm. you should keep one tag team championship and move that across both brands to keep it legitimate. Because then, of course, there's going to be all these tag teams that are fighting for that title. Um as for the women's championship, you, you can't afford to split the women's division. No? I think they're going to anyway. Really? Oh, Do yeah. you reckon? Yeah, I reckon. I don't think they'll keep the women's division on one brand. I don't think it can afford it, though. It's just starting to build that momentum that it needs now. And the roster's not big enough in the women's division yeah. to split it down the middle. Like, we've had Billy Kay only recently join, and I haven't seen her in a match. No, she she completely served yeah. jobless purpose there, which is like... It's a shame, you know. But she, she's yeah, killing it on she's killing it on NXT. Though. Of course, she's killing it on NXT. So, um, what about the main title in WWE? Obviously, well, they're, they're bringing back that world heavyweight world championship, heavyweight. which is so annoying because they've just yeah. finally solidified <laughs> just it. Gave, just finally got just it gave around it to it. Dean yeah. Ambrose. Oh. No, you know what? Call call me. This is. I'm going to be positive. Go once. I'm going to be positive, and I'm going to speculate. I think there's going to be a double pin at Battleground. I think. And that's Rollins how. and Ambrose are going to double pin each other, and then they're going to have to split the titles. Cruiserweight title. Do you think they're going to bring back a cruiserweight I title? I would love to see a cruiserweight title make a return. Yeah. It's been like. When was the last time they had oh, that? Gosh. Like 2004. Yeah, earlier. something like that. Earlier than that, even. Um, I think now's the perfect time. Yeah. We've got the Cruiserweight Classic going on, so there's obviously going to be a lot of contract signings going so, on. So, what if the winner of that, what if they beget, become... Ooh, what if it's not a cup they what win? If what if it's not a cup? Title? What if it's a title and they join main roster? Wow. Wouldn't that be a twist? Yeah, I'd That'd like be that. Si- you heard it here first. I doubt it, though. <laughs> I doubt <laughs> Still, it. Still, it's good. I'm, put- um, I'm putting it down. What if that does happen? That'd be great. I th- yeah, I think CWC now is the title. perfect time to bring back the cruiserweight division because it's just yeah. blowing up. And we've got Neville back. Yes, we've got so many cruiserweights. Got Neville back. Like... Um, Daniel Bryan's lingering around. Of course, he could be a mentor <laughs> to these yes. cruiserweights. Um, Which he has been. He has been cruising around some of the uh, training facilities. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so... so it would be awesome. What are your top five picks, Jules? Existing for, WWE. For either side? Yeah. Of SmackDown and Raw? I would like to see Dean Ambrose on Raw. No, SmackDown, actually. Yeah, really? Yes, SmackDown. Okay, Let's why? Let's make SmackDown great again. You reckon? Give, yeah, send over Dean. No, I... He'll have, he'll have good fun. Dean Ambrose needs to be a ring announcer, needs to be a commentator, needs to be everything. I think Dean belongs on Raw. Really? I don't see them turning him back to this lunatic, the, the original lunatic, like the Brian Pillman-inspired Stone Cold Ooh, antagonist anytime soon. I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're just going to keep pushing the goofy lunatic until they drop the title. <sighs> I hope they drop goofy because he's so much better. Oh, for sure. 
And, you know, sure, he doesn't have that much of a moveset. It'd be nice to see him get a bit more technical. But his moveset, if you... I'm obsessed with Dean Ambrose. Everyone knows that. So <laughs> I, I watch, like, Moxley videos from way back <laughs> 2006. Back, yeah. And he's got a really good, strong, yeah, technical moveset. It's a moveset, shame to see that but, he hasn't carried much of that yeah, over. Yeah, the, the goofy jeans... Back singlet in, gimmick, yeah. just like <laughs> it's been a while since we've had a singlet <laughs> shit uh, tear, you know. Uh, yeah, Pro- uh, I'm, I'm a bit upset roadblock. about that. I'm a bit upset. Roadblock about that. was the last time. Can we not talk about that, please? It was a decent match, um, but um, yeah, even back in Shield, hmm. he did some pretty good like submission work, you know. Yeah, some good leg locks and all that. Um, Kevin Owens on Raw, and Sami Zayn on SmackDown. Agreed. I want to see them separated. Agreed. Otherwise, they're going to keep pumping this feud. It makes sense that they'll fight forever, you know? But um, maybe just keep that for uh, pay-per-views and just keep them separated on their own individual... I, um, think, I think they're just going to be split. I think yeah. Battleground is it. That's like, it? That's it. We've yeah. seen Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens mm. and... Yeah, like it's carried on from Ring of Honor to yep. NXT and now to main roster WWE. Yeah. I think maybe maybe down the track, maybe 5 years or so down the track they might go again as a oh, as a maybe big even final sooner, thing. sooner like yeah, I'm well, talking like IC title. Those two going oh, okay. going at that ladder match. Yeah. Oof, dream match. <laughs> yeah, no they need to be separate. Kevin Owens yes. needs to start building momentum as a top heel. Yes. Cuz he Wh- freaking which deserves he is. it. Oh my god. He freaking he deserves should... it. Claps for Kevin Owens. He he needs an Oscar for his performance. My God. And Sami Zayn needs a shot at yes. the title on an opposing brand. Just get them away from each other so that they can both <laughs> so have they titles. Can focus on their title shot, please. <laughs> My picks are Seth Rollins mm-hmm. goes to SmackDown, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's going to happen. I'm I'm pretty You're sure pretty he's going sure to go to Raw and and stay with Stephanie. But wouldn't it be great to see him on SmackDown? Yeah. Wrestling, man. Like, wrestling. <laughs> Proper wrestling. SmackDown. That's Which what I remember SmackDown do. for. Yeah. Wrestling. Like, Seth Rollins is a god. Like, yeah. he's CrossFit Jesus. <laughs> CrossFit Jesus. He's everything. Get him in there. Get him in there. Start to move him away from the heel, Rollins. Mm. Just slowly. Ever so mm. slowly because I'm not, I'm not quite ready to let it go yet. <laughs> but just slowly weed him out so that he can eventually face AJ Styles on SmackDown. Ooh. Dream match. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I want the club to go to SmackDown, and I want them to dominate on SmackDown. I want now, them when to you be... say the club, are you talking every member of the club? Ooh. There's three at the moment. Good call. You know, so let's go. Carl Anderson. Okay, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, yep. AJ Styles. Yes. Keep them together. Don't keep split them, together. them. Don't bloody split They wouldn't let that happen. They'd pick them as individuals, yeah? No, you can move stables. You can For move real? tag teams. Ooh. Okay, so... Yeah, so okay. there's, there's rumours going around that mm. Enzo and Cass are getting split. Please, no. I know, they're so not ready. They're so not ready to split. Oh, Just a bad no, call. But you know what? Bad. I think the reasoning behind that is, is because they need another big guy to push to the moon. Oh, God. What are they going to do with Roman when he gets back? Where's he going? That's a good question. He's not even going to be there for the draft. Are they just going to oh, slot him onto one of the shows and just Ooh. imagine nothing's happened? Controversy. They're not going to push Roman anymore. They can't. If they do, they're stupid and I'm you not watching know. anymore. <laughs> I'm giving up. There's been the rumours that Vince is no longer, I guess, backing Roman. He's not high on him anymore. He's like, whatever. But backpedal a little bit to the club. Yes. As you did mention, and I got a little sidetracked. No, it's all right. Finn Balor, he's definitely coming up. Oof. He's definitely coming up. Um, I, 
<laughs> I want I want to see him at Battleground. I don't want to see him in the draft. I want him to run in on that. Um, yes. What's it called? That uh, six-man tag match. Oh, my God. I want him to run in on that. What side he takes, I don't That'll know. I think I think he's going to take Cena's side. You reckon? I think they're going to push him as they're a gonna face. They're going to push him as a face. They are. They have throughout NXT. Yeah, forever. that's going He's going to walk into WWE and everyone's going to absolutely pop for him. So oh they can't <laughs> I'm insert going him to in. Lose yeah, him. yeah. I'm, I might actually pee myself. But <laughs> I might actually pass out. <laughs> I, I might wear a diaper or something. Okay. <laughs> for I'll call you to make sure you're fine after that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But keep the club together. Mm-hmm. Put Finn Balor on SmackDown so mm. that there's that interaction between them. Where it goes from there, man, I don't know. I like where the club are going. I really yeah. I think they're hilarious at the minute <laughs> with the whole beat John Cena up thing. Well, they didn't make mention of it this week. They they did, indiscreetly. Oh. <laughs> indiscreetly, They yeah. stood around going, what should we do today? What should <laughs> we do today? John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, can I point out, Carl Anderson, his knee pads had BC written on them. Yep. Ooh. Just do it, WWE. Oh. Just buy the name. They can. That's the thing. It's if it's, it's like, if NJ give it to them. That's the all. club is a bit awkward of a name. Bullet Club, you know? It's huge. Please. Will it be Bella Club? <gasps> True. Will it be Bella because Club? Because they have that. They have the rights to that mm-hmm. from NXT. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Will Bella take... <gasps> will, will Bella beat AJ? Nah. I'm too and excited take over right now. as a club. I'm too excited. I'm fangirling. There's no logistics <laughs> going on anymore. We need to move on. We need to move on. Okay. NXT call-ups. Finn Balor, without a doubt. You're thinking Finn Balor. Bailey. American Alpha. I think they're coming. Team Angle. <laughs> we're getting to it. He knows. <laughs> All right. As, as you were, continue. Go. They're, they're coming up. We need more tag teams. We need yes. good tag teams who yes. are going to contest. The Vaude Villains, where have they been? I don't know. Oh, my God. True. They got beat by Golden Truth. Oh, what a sad Golden day Truth for humanity. Is getting their push. Surprise returns or possible outsourcing of free agents or wrestlers from other promotions. Go, Aaron. What have you got in mind? <laughs> Kurt Angle. <laughs> <coughs> Team Angle. Kurt Angle's oh. <laughs> back. At least in you a... If he's not wrestling, he's going to be there in like a managerial position. Mm. Maybe a GM? That'd Ooh. be interesting, wouldn't it? Can you imagine Kurt oh Angle as a GM? God. Ooh, I can. Smackdown GM, Kurt Angle. That'd be good, wouldn't and it? And he brings over American Alpha. That makes sense. Shelton Benjamin. Carlito. Oh, please. Carlito coming back we to join the Shining Stars. In the flesh, we have seen Carlito. Oh, he's, he's looking good. He's looking fine. Carlito, honey. <laughs> yeah. You know um, it. Yeah, when we went to House of Hardcore, Carlito, we saw him live, and he was fantastic, and he's looking better than he ever looked before. Oh, yeah. That's all the time we've got here on the Hot Tag. This is Ez and Jules tapping out. Make sure to like us on Facebook at the Hot Tag. And also follow us on Snapchat at the Hot Tag.